0: i yeah. Connection podcast listeners, nation douche nation douche nation. Uh, welcome back to the longest weekly episodic breakdown of 30 minutes of the dot the top greatest WWE workers of all time,
1: top 100,
0: top 100, and whatevers. That's us, your friends from Viewer's Choice. I am Tim. That is Marcus. Marcus, how in the H are you?
1: I'm a good man. Uh, Spring slash summer is in full swing. It's a good time of year. It's prime time for me. Uh, this is where I get my powers, uh, and I'm happy to be here talking wrestling with you because that's the other way I get my powers.
0: That's right. We uh, charge each other up. We gas each other up, and we, we get it through. If it is your first time listening to the high-low game, we have compiled a list, and by we, I mean Marcus, has compiled a list of about 130-ish WWE superstars. We put them in the randomizer machine, and we're spitting them out, and we give you the fastest 30 minutes of coverage as to where these wrestlers sit, or could possibly sit, in the G.W.W.E. Revisited for Place to Be.
1: That's right, and... Uh Due to the nature of the, the game or the the format of the show, if you will, uh, it's going to be a quick hit. So uh, as many names as we can get through, 30 minutes on the clock. Um, these are not going to be comprehensive breakdowns of somebody, or at least that's not the intention. Uh, so if you want to hear more about somebody, uh, there's other other podcasts out there that do it really well. Uh, JT. An Aaron uh, are breaking down their list. on No holds barred.
0: Yep, every other, every other That's month. Right.
1: And for your consideration is also dropping uh, periodically. So, uh, yeah, we're just here to to hit hit the high, hit the low. Let you know if they're above fifty, over fifty, and a little bit more specifically, uh, what range of five or ten spots are they fitting in on our list so far?
0: Absolutely. So. Get yourself a nice hot, hot cup of tea or a nice glass of ice cool sweet tea. Mm. Uh get some snacks. Fasten in thirty minutes on the clock.
1: Unbeknownst to you.
0: Un- no, this is absolutely <laughs> beknownst to me. I'm the not minutes. I'm not wearing my Coke <laughs> pants today. Um so uh on mm. my mark, three, two, one, and we're starting with buried a legend. Demolition.
1: Story. Oh, Barry to go. Barry to go. Barry to go. He is uh, in my heart. He's top 50 on my list. He is below. Uh, but he does make my top 100 list. And I think what really carries him, uh, he actually has a pretty a pretty good run. Uh, he's there from 87 to 93. Uh, that's, a, that's a good run for guys at the time. And he's got tons of jump up moments with Demolition. Uh, I mean, they really are a main event act uh, at their peaks for, I'd say, a good 18 months almost. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that really carries him is his character work. Uh, he was excellent at Smash. I really enjoyed him as Repo Man. Um, so, yeah, I got tons of time for Barry Darso, Barry the Goat.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I can agree it's a bottom 50. Uh, low, low on the top 100, but there is always a place for Bury the Goat um, Demolition, the demolition run with multiple with multiple partners, whether it's Axe or Crush, you cannot discredit the Repo Man at all um, as being at least good for character work um, but absolutely, Bury the Goat uh, next up the All American American Jack Swagger.
1: Ah, uh, Jackie Swagger.
0: Uh, this is. I think he's a guy who um, he does have some really big jump up moments. Hmm. Um, but I think that his jump up moments are followed up with some of the like lowest points in his career. Like he's the only person I know that wins Money in the Bank successfully, cashes in and then is, like, meaningless as champion.
1: Yeah, the title reign did him no favors. Uh, he wins Money in the Bank, of course, at WrestleMania 26. Cash is in the same week. And then they basically just, like, carbon copy him to be another version of Chris Jericho. And, um, uh, yeah, he's going to not make my list. I do love Jack Swagger, but uh, not enough there in the body of work to make my top 100.
0: Yeah, I think he's just outside. He's outside. Don't, don't get it twisted. I mean, he's his stuff with the real Americans was good. Um, His stuff early WWE C W was good. Yeah. Um, But unfortunately, he just cannot put it together long enough to make it into the top 100. Uh, Next on the list is another female. Oh. We are talking about some may call her the queen. Some may call her scary. But a lot of us know her as Sensational Sherry.
1: In my top 100 now, I keep going back and forth on like how much to or not to include uh, managers. But for me, when I think of top 100 workers in the company, Sensational Sherry's got to make the list. She did so much for everybody that she worked with. She's actually like got some okay matches, too. And that like,
0: no That good for no reason match with... Is it from Wade Paris yeah Paris? Uh,
1: Or
0: is it Leilani Kai
1: Oh man Rockin Robin maybe
0: Rockin Robin yep
1: Yeah it's a, it's a really good match um for for no apparent reason um but yeah she just meant so much to the company early on I have a hard time leaving her off my list
0: Right I for for what this is as like a workers I agree that managers are workers too just like kickers or kickers or football players, managers or workers. Um, but I can see her being a casualty on the list for the simple fact of you. We may be counting this if you look at it. It is greatest WWE wrestler ever. Mm. So I don't think Sherry as a wrestler in the WWE makes a top 100. But if you were counting her full body of work The stuff with Sean The stuff with DiBiase The stuff with Randy Savage Those are like all time Memorable moments Um, The stuff against Dusty and Sapphire Is great So uh, Sherry On the list, off the list But still sub 50 Mm -hmm. Uh, Next up uh, Another Martell we're talking about oh. the model, Rick Martel.
1: Oh. Yeah, he's on my list. Uh, he is uh, below 50. Uh, for a second, I, I was like, oh, man, where did uh, where'd I have him? He is higher than I thought on my list. Um, he's not too much below 50, but uh, tremendous baby face for the company um, with, like, strike force and Can-Am connection. He's really good in his tag stuff, but really found his footing – as a heel which is already like towards the back end of his career but all the model character work is is really good the memorable stuff with jake um the royal rumble 91 performance is like the first like big iron man performance so i think that um that adds to his his uh case for making the list so i've got rick the model on my list sub 50 though
0: i also have him sub 50 um, the one thing that I wish we would have gotten more of as Rick Martell is I would have really loved to have seen him with a singles title mm. at some point, um, especially in the height of the model days. A solid Intercontinental title run would have done him some good, but unfortunately at that time that position is held down by... Like,
1: Perfect to Brett to... like. Where he could have won it is, what, probably 92? But he's already, like, declining by then?
0: That's why I'm thinking, like, where he should have won it was probably... Well, it's tough because... So, Warrior drops the title in 90.
1: Right, relinquishes. That goes to perfect. So, really, like, perfect Perfect got the reign.
0: Right. And, And you can't question... You can't... You can't question the decision of putting the title on Mr. Perfect in the tournament. But that would have been really cool if you'd have replaced Mr. Perfect with the model. Mm. And you do Tito model final again. Like, you you put that for the Intercontinental title. That would have been cool. Even if you just have it as like a transitional ping pong of the Intercontinental Mm. title. Uh, Still, all in all, really good. Uh, Next on the list, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff.
1: Yeah, this is a guy who originally I had just barely off the list, but listening a lot uh, to JT and Aaron uh, really make a case for Orndorff. He's a guy I got to put on the list, uh, sub-50 for me. But, yeah, had to make space for him and boot a couple people off the list. He's so important. To that like 85, 86, 87 run. Uh, like the beginning and really the prime of the whole rock and wrestling era. Um, the memorable angle with Hogan. The turn. The cage match. Like all that is super huge stuff. And like I know that we have friends where like that's their first memory of wrestling. Is is Orndorff turning. Uh, and of all the friends turning on Hogan. That's probably the best one. So yeah, I got to. I had to make space for Orndorff. He's on my list sub fifty. I
0: mean, it, this is a reason why that greatest steel cage matches tape from Coliseum Home Video mm-hmm. means so much to me because I remember watching that Sar- it's Saturday Night's main event, the cage match, right? Yeah. And man, they still to this day haven't really been able to do the bang bang finish, right? on a cage match um, since and I don't know if it's because they could doctor the footage but it's done so well right where I remember they tried it with Batista and The Undertaker yeah, and that really didn't quite work out Um, and so either way uh, Mr. Wonderful does belong just off of and I think JT and Aaron talked about it on the last on the latest No Holds Barred here on the North-South Connection um they off the strength of the, the Hogan's the Hogan program alone, uh, he belongs on the list. Um, next up, uh boy, we're really talking about uh this is a WrestleMania one centric chunk. We've got the hot rod, the hot Scott Roddy Rodney Piper.
1: Rodney the Piper. So he's obviously top fifty. But I had trouble placing him because he's so heavy on, like, the character work, the promos. He doesn't have, like, uh, this is, like, the Piper promo necessarily, in my mind at least. But, like, every time he got the mic, it's, like, it mattered. And it was a a tone change for whatever the segment was. Correct. Uh, So, for me, he's definitely top 50. As of now, I've got him in my top 20 um, that could change, but he's such an important character to, again, that rock and wrestling era, and he does enough as well um, towards the tail end of that, like, bleeding into the new-gen era a little bit in, like, 91, 92 um, to stick around for me in the top 20.
0: He has a career of jump-up moments. Mm. If you look at his career, you know, you talk about busting Jimmy Snuka in the head with a coconut. You talk about the match with Adrian Adonis. You talk about WrestleMania 4's Piper's Pit. WrestleMania 5. 5 Piper's Pit with Morton Downey Jr. Um, You've got uh, the stuff with I mean it may not be smiled upon now with 2022 eyes but the stuff with uh, Bad News Brown.
1: Mm.
0: But also after that him as commissioner Big moments, um, probably the big black eye for him is his program with J- Jerry Lawler.
1: Yeah, that's pretty at bad. King of the
0: Ring. Yeah. Um, but he makes up for it with the star-making performance of Goldust mm. with the backlot brawl, um, and then even his later latest run, prior to like retirement and un- or. After retirement, and unfortunately very close to his passing, his one last run with Ric Flair mm, yeah, uh, being a part of the WrestleMania match with Chris Jericho, mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: that is a really fun moment to look back on. And whether or not you agree or disagree with it, um, it's still really fun. And... Piper had found a way to be meaningful in any era he wasn't around all the time but when he came around it was special Mm. and he was doing something meaningful and he was doing something with someone who needed it or who it would have meant something for so absolutely giving credit where credit's due uh, paying the Piper if you will Uh, next up is Roddy Piper's ace the ace cowboy Bob Orton
1: Uh, hopefully Tim blesses us at some point with his wonderful Bob Orton impersonation I think I
0: might do it here (laughs) my boy Randy my boy Randy Uh, got my my cast on we're gonna do it
1: yeah I love cowboy Bob
0: we're gonna go superplex
1: had to make room for him on the list again kind of like Orndorff he's like a low-key, not a low-key, a high-key important part of uh, the 84, 85, 86, uh, and a little bit into 87 as well. He's just so smooth in the ring Uh, during an era where, like, the in-ring work wasn't uh, top priority. Like, he's good for, like, a a good match at any given point in time. Uh, One of the, like, first true technicians and, like, masters of the craft uh, one of the first like scientific wrestlers, I think Monsoon would always call him. So, uh, yeah, Cowboy Bob is on my list, sub-50. Um, had to make room for him, but yeah, can't can't leave him off. Got to have the ace cowboy.
0: I don't want to say generational talent, but I'll say transcendent talent. And the fact that you can pluck Cowboy Bob Orton from where he was, and much like Barry Windham, Dustin Rhodes they were he could have worked as a wrestler in any era mm. it just is untimely that he wrestled in that era i would have loved to have seen what cowboy bob would have done in like the early to mid 90s mm. with the crop of young guys the the young workers that was coming up with you know think of the matches he could have had with brett with shawn with perfect
1: Cowboy Bob versus like pre broken neck stone cold is actually a really <laughs> awesome match,
0: right? That's in WCW, though, right?
1: Uh, I don't think they ever cross paths in WCW. No?
0: I think they might have some. I, I, ho- I, I hope that it's somewhere, uh, but in either event, uh, the ace cowboy, real good. Uh, next up on the list is the Queen of Hearts, Natalia.
1: Uh, Natalia uh, I have her Off my list right now uh, But longevity certainly there uh, The
0: longevity is what really Puts it over the edge for her But unfortunately She has been around so long But what has she done? Like I don't know if I can think of Like the one big natty moment.
1: Right. The one that sticks out for me is the match and build up with Becky Lynch at SummerSlam 19. I think it is. Um, That was pretty good. And that's probably like my standout Natalia program match.
0: Or the, the takeover with Charlotte. With Charlotte. And Brett and, Sh- Brett and Rick yeah. in, every, in either corner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's off my list, but uh, I think somebody could make it. Like I think the case is there if you want to really work it to get her onto the list because of the longevity, Um, and because of the longevity, you're just going to naturally usually have jump up factor as well. But off my list.
0: Yeah, off my list too. Um, And I think it's just more to the fact that. She doesn't. She doesn't have as many checks and as many boxes. The work rate's absolutely good. Promos have never really been her strong suit. And while she's got the longevity, there's no real jump-up moments for her. There's nothing that really stands off the page for Natalia. Um, next up, I think we can literally dedicate the next 11 minutes of the timer to this guy because I know he means so much to you. It is your dad. The Prince of Darkness. The Rock. Don Morocco.
1: Oh, right. Um, I am not going to be surprised. First of all, he's top 50 for me. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised if my vote is the high vote on Don Morocco. Oh, it will be. When this project comes out. I, see,
0: I mean, I see the number, and that's it's that's, that's high praise.
1: He's just such a good heel. He's... He has, um... He's got jump up factors, definitely. Like, he's in there. He's the one taking the splash with Snuka. His promos are incredible. Absolutely incredible promos. He can be really serious. He could be funny. He could do skits like Fuji Vice and Fuji Hospital. (laughs) Like, all that stuff is amazing. The stuff with the donuts. Um, His work rate? I mean... Sure, some people can say he could be a bit boring at times, but, I mean, Morocco could bring it when he wanted to bring it, when it needed to be brung. Uh like the cage match again with Snuka. I, 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 look, I, I love Don Morocco. He's really, for me, the prototype of the cool heel intercontinental champion that Mr. Perfect, Shawn Michaels... And many others would model themselves after. Um, yeah, he's he's top 50 for me, and as of now, I have him in my top 25.
0: I think that's where you kind of lose me. Uh, the top 25, I'll give you top 50, but you mention all of these jump up moments for for uh, for Don Morocco. Yet the only one you can name is him jumping off the cage.
1: Well, he's got the series uh, with Hogan. That's awesome. He's in the opener of WrestleMania three. That's inter- a
0: jump up moment.
1: Yeah, he's opening match WrestleMania three. 80, eighty 80 million people in the stadium watching. Uh, I don't know. Like, do you want to count the his two separate? I think two separate Intercontinental title reigns. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. It's jump up enough for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not giving, I'm not discrediting that at all. I'm just, it's more so di- taking away from the high number, like not to put too much pressure emphasis on it, but you've got Morocco over Piper. I do. I don't know how.
1: I'm just not that big into Roddy Piper.
0: But Piper is more influential and more Roddy Piper. Oh, no, is... More... no,
1: no, I've got no, I got Piper higher up on my list.
0: I must have an older list. There. Yeah.
1: No, I have Piper higher up.
0: Okay. Then never mind.
1: Thank you. Take it back.
0: Unbeknownst to me, you uh, had it switched. I didn't have the latest version when I uh, made this uh, made this spreadsheet. Um, next up, we're going into the modern era. We are talking uh, the Scottish warrior, Big D, Drew McIntyre.
1: Oh, Drew McIntyre. I'm really curious to see where he ends up for a lot of people. I have him top 50 right now. He's got a pretty good run early on uh, as the chosen one. He's in a crop of guys that they really should have strapped the rocket to to carry them into the middle part of the 2010s decade. Uh, And they don't. And unfortunately... He gets left by the wayside, the 3MB stuff, which is all, like, fine, entertaining TV work. Uh, but I guess in the first run, he doesn't have a ton. So a lot of this is carried by his NXT. Excuse me. Had a Coke burp there. Um, Coca-Cola. you uh, <laughs> wearing the Coke pants? i wearing the Coke pants. But a lot of this is carried on his NXT run uh, by the buildup uh, to him versus, well, him winning the Royal Rumble in 2020 and, a lot of the tag work with Ziggler is exceptional. Uh, and, yeah, I think that build up, like that rumble, it's one of the better roads to WrestleMania, I think, that we've seen. Uh, he had an organic build from the crowd and uh, looked like a world beater going up against Brock Lesnar. Like, he did not look out of place at all.
0: Right. Uh, definitely a man who can crack the shield of, of any unbelievable champion. Um, I'm I'm very can, I'm very interested to see where because this list isn't going to be completely finalized until the end of 2022. Curious how many jump up factors he might be able to string together in 2022. Questionably, notably, where does he match up against Roman Reigns? Right, is he able to top the untoppable Roman Reigns? Um, to me. Drew is a person who I'm not so, I'm not so keen on where he lands, this list. But when we revisit this in another five years, mm-hmm. does Drew crack the upper echelon, the rarefied air of right. WWE superstar? He could be a
1: top 25 guy.
0: He could yeah. easily be a top 25 guy. He's easily above top 50 now. Um, next up the first intercontinental champion Pat Patterson um to me to me Pat can be left off the list okay because i feel as though his contributions to the WWE are more are more outside of the ring involved than inside he will forever be known as the man who revolutionized the 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 Royal Rumble. Uh, He has been responsible for so the aging of so many big moments in wrestling. Um, And yes, there's the Intercontinental Title stuff. Um, There's the was that in WWF with Slaughter?
1: Yeah. So the the feud with Slaughter is actually what solidifies him on my list sub fifty. But I had to make room for him on my list on the strength of that slaughter, f- uh, the Slaughter Feud and, of course, the big match, the alley fight at MSG.
0: Right. Um, but not much else really to be said for Pat as a worker. Now I think we're really going to get into some, some meat and potatoes, and I don't know how much time's left on the clock, but I know we're probably going to run it out now. It is the head of the table, the tribal chief,
1: oh, the snaps. big dog,
0: Mr. Ua'a himself, Roman Reigns, and I'm going to say it Right now, on my list, Roman Reigns is number one. Whoa. One. I said it with my chest. Whole chest. He is number one. That is on top of what he has done now. And this is, I'm very big in prognosticating. I'm prognosticating for the future. Because I don't want necessarily to have to revisit my list in five years. And have to find a way to push Roman to number one Because I know in five years He's going to be there anyways So what am I waiting for Who's above him Even if you have him in the top ten Look at who is above him in the top ten And As every day passes In this god run reign That he's in right now How many more people is he going to eclipse You want to talk about nuance Roman Reigns has nuance in spades If you want to talk about... uh, Jump-up factor... Ain't nobody got more jump-up moments than Roman Reigns. Most consecutive WrestleMania main events. Uh, This run... This... 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 Head-of-the-table run alone... Is better than any other run... Aside from possibly... Hogan 84. And even then... You talk Hogan 84, but he's not doing it on TV every week. He's not doing it on pay-per-view every month. WrestleMania is just barely a thing when Hogan is champion. Roman is having to do it every single month. There's a reason why WWE is having record profits right now with Roman Reigns literally and figuratively at the head of the table. Nobody's better than him right now. Historically, no one will be better than him. It is okay. It, it the conversation's going to end up being if Hogan is Michael Jordan, Roman Reigns is LeBron James. Mm. Can you can you say with your heart Ro- that that LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time? I know you don't have Roman at number 1, but he's in the top 10.
1: He's definitely in the top 10. Uh and as I've reshuffled the list a few times, he's in my top five. Um, I love Roman Reigns. <laughs>
0: we're very pro Roman, very, Roman Reigns. We're very pro
1: Roman Reigns. Um, I love that they're going all in with this run. I hope. I remember when uh, the run was going on, right? And we were like, we earmarked WrestleMania in LA as like the end. No, nope. and then we got to this year's WrestleMania, and we were like, what if he just doesn't lose? <laughs> What if you just keep the belt on Roman Reigns to see what happens? Uh, I mean, as a whole, TV's been better with Roman on top than without Roman on top the last few years. Um, but, I mean, that's all besides the point. Just looking at everything, I mean, he checks everything in leaps and bounds. Uh, bold, italicized, underlined check marks. Um, yeah, he's in that rarefied air for me. Top five. Um I don't know if he's going to keep climbing. He could. I don't know what the year has in store. Uh, But if he just keeps beating everybody, why not? Um, Yeah, I mean, he's got everything. He's an excellent tag worker. He's an excellent multi-man match worker. Uh, He's great at being the underdog, kind of like like a sting, being able to play a little bit smaller when he's got a bigger opponent, like Braun Strowman or Big Show. Uh, We've seen in this run that he can wrestle-wrestle. Um, he, he's got every like he's got he's got everything in my opinion. Um, uh, I think if there is a, a weak point, I guess it's how they handled him in like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Right, like there's four years there where they're trying to make Roman Reigns the next John Cena, but that's not Roman Reigns' fault. He's going out there and being the Roman Nervin's character that they wanted. He said in interviews before, that's not what he wanted. He had a very different idea of who and what he could be. Huh. And huh, right? Right? Maybe when you listen to your talent and, and let them have a hand in what they're doing, uh, you end up with a God run of greatness. So, uh, yeah, Roman... Greatness
0: on a different level. Uh,
1: yeah. He's, he's top five for me. Um, man, by the end of this, he... I mean, he he could be top three for me. Yeah,
0: he to ones, man. <laughs> he to ones. Yeah. I uh, don't know how much time we have left, but let's keep going. Uh, per- per- person who's not a worker or not a wrestler, but is definitely a worker. Easy E. Eric Bischoff
1: deserves mentioned. He's a really good TV character, um, but off my list, uh, not cracking the top one hundred, but uh, worth a mention, I think.
0: Absolutely worth a mention. Um the on-screen innovator of the Elimination Chamber, uh being able to marry two of Wrestling's greatest gimmick matches with the uh with the Survivor series as well as the war games and making it a an individual platform as time expires. Uh perfect timing, I think. Uh you know, some would say this is doctored and fake, but uh, <laughs> nah, man, we set the clock and we run it. So that is all for this edition of High Low. And of course, in good High Low fashion, uh, we're going to give you a little tease as to who we're going to come back with in our next episode. Who's, starting off,
1: who's batting Lead Off?
0: We are talking about possibly the Roman Reigns of the female division we're talking about the queen Charlotte Flair Oh, very curious to see where she lines up in uh, the greatest WWE list uh, for the place to be nation Um, if you want to follow us on social media you absolutely can at T and M shows on Twitter to catch anything that Marcus and I do in a podcast setting Uh, not the tool man for me the wrestling speakeasy for Marcus if you know you know Um, If you enjoy what we do here, please check us out at our other podcast ventures. Uh, First off, here on the North-South Connection, after every WWE, AEW, NXT pay-per-view, we do viewers' choice, uh, where we give you the must-watch, the must-skip, and the MVP of every single event. And then for more retro, long-form content, check us out at Final Wrestling Place over on the soon-to-be-named network. Uh, Where we take the nouns of professional wrestling and we assign them arbitrary red points and green points to put them in either the good place or the bad place. If you're listening to this right now, we just started season 23 where we are revisiting the bashes of wrestling. And Marcus and I put Great American Bash 1996 in its final wrestling place. Uh, So we hope to catch you on all the other podcasts we do at TNM Shows on Twitter for more. Um, But Marcus, uh, thank you so much for taking some more time breaking down this list, this uh, top 100. And we will be back here in two weeks for another Hot 30 Minutes.